Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad that you are here. We're in Matthew 21, verses 41 through 45. Well, actually 46. And Jesus turns the table on the Pharisees, Sadducees, the Herodians, and everybody else who was coming after him. I mean, up to this point, they were just blistering Jesus with question after question, trick after trick. And then they finally got rid of that and said, okay, let's get down to business and see what Jesus is really about. And that's what we talked about in the last episode. They asked him, what is the greatest commandment? And he gave them his response, which is called his yoke as a Jewish rabbi, his primary teaching, which is to love God with everything you have and to love your neighbors as yourself. So he said that, he said, now every law that you can imagine hangs or depends or is built upon those two realities. No law exists without those two realities being at the foundation of the law. It is fundamental to the Christian faith and really to the Jewish faith. It was. Now they had forgotten that, but it, but it really was. So Jesus comes at this point and he turns the corner and, and flips the script on him. And this is what he says. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, <laughs> saying, Now, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? All right, so the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and everyone, was they were expecting a Savior, a Messiah. And he was called the Christ, the Anointed One, the Separated One. Um, and so Jesus is saying, okay, now, of course, Jesus is talking about himself. They don't believe that, right? They don't recognize Jesus for who he is, but he's talking about himself. So it's funny. It's like, okay, who do you say the Christ is? Whose son is he? Now, why would he say whose son is he? Jewish lineage, who your daddy, granddaddy, great-granddaddy was matters profoundly in the Jewish system. As a matter of fact, back prior to Rome's conquest of Israel, back during the time they wandered in the wilderness and eventually settled in Cana, um, you were given jobs largely based upon your family tree, your lineage. You were pigeonholed. You couldn't be a priest if you weren't from a particular family. You couldn't be a rabbi if you weren't from a particular family. And so it was very important. So they said, whose son is he? Okay, who's the, who's the, okay, the Christ is going to come. Whose son is he going to be? They said to him, the son of David. He said to them, how is it then? So what they're saying is the Christ is going to be subservient to David. That David would be an authority over him because David would be the patriarch. And the Christ who would come in his lineage would honor David. Yeah, but look what happens. The son of David, he said to them, then how is it then? That David, in the Spirit, as the Holy Spirit was upon him, as the Holy Spirit was leading him, calls him Lord, saying, in other words, you say, look, you're saying that the Christ is going to be subservient to David, but I'm telling you that David, caught up in the Spirit, empowered by the Spirit, says this in the Psalms, and this is what he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. That was David's way of saying, the Lord is coming. And the Lord is coming and he is going to be over me and over our enemies. And he is going to be the one who rules and reigns. And and so when Jesus points this out, listen to what happens. If then David calls him Lord, how is he his son? You can't be subservient and over someone at the same time. So Jesus simply says, okay, look, here's the deal. David said when the Christ comes, he's going to call him Lord. And he's going to surrender to him. And and he said, if if you don't buy that, then just, okay, this is what he says. So how is it that David calls him Lord if he's his son? That never would have happened 
and Jewish structure and Jewish family. You just wouldn't do that. The dad didn't honor the sons. The sons always honored the father. That is just the way it went. So the Pharisees and the Sadducees, everybody listening, understood that. And listen to what happened. And no one was able to answer him a word. Nor from that day did anyone dare to ask any more questions up to Jesus. <laughs> In other words, Jesus hammered them. It was over. And they said, okay, we're done. This guy has trapped us every time. We've not been able to trick him. So we're done asking questions. We're just going to walk away. Let me ask you this. Have you been asking the Lord questions? And just question after question after question because you don't want to surrender to him? Have you been asking the Lord and trying to trick things up, ask other believers, search the scripture, just to find loopholes so you don't have to believe? Can I ask you to consider something today? Stop and just surrender to the Lord. If God is awakening your spirit right now, if you're beginning to believe right now, just pray this. Just pray, Lord, it's me. Thank you for letting me pray. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Jesus, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And on the third day, I believe you bodily resurrected. Jesus, forgive me of my sins as I declare you Lord of my life. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, your life has been changed from the inside out. So not only do you have grace for eternity, but you got grace for your journey right here, right now. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.